Because I'm back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Sunday Sweat NFL Edition. Welcome back. Oh, oh. yeah, man. How you doing? You good? I know you like that. I know you like that. How long you been back, man? I see the girls in the club, they're getting wild for me. After a long awaited hiatus. We got a new lineup, we got a new agenda, we got a new schedule, we got some new hosts, and we're just ready to rear and to go. Um, we got Adam back on the mic. We have Jack also on the mic. Also, we'll be doing um, some very serious editing in this edition because we have the most hillbilly, hillbilly setup of all time with three separate people zooming in uh, to a host account that is not participating uh, has to record for us, and there's just static feedback on everything, I think. So this is where we're at, and uh, we have the newcomer, uh, Ethan. We have Lobes Locks making his... Do you want to uh, tell the people why we have to do this? Yes. What the cause yes. of the uh, Zoom is? Yes, after I finish introducing Lobes Locks. This was uh, a long time coming. I think episode one, we said he might be joining. Uh we're on, uh, I guess, technically now episode one of the NFL season, but we made it through around 25 episodes of golf before he decided to make it. So thank you for joining us. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we do not have Reggie right now because, uh, A, he doesn't know anything about the NFL, but B, uh, he has a work event. He was supposed to join tonight. So uh, because we're all too poor to buy a uh, unlimited Zoom conference line, uh, we're using Reggie's. So thank you to Reggie. Um, I also have some terrible news. Uh, Travis at approximately seven o'clock said, are you guys recording tonight? I said, yep, at seven 30. And then he proceeds to leave. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess we're not getting the, the Nevada minute with Travis that I thought we were going to be getting. <laughs> so you can scratch that off of the little, uh, <laughs> agenda I provided. Um, but yeah, um, glad we could be here. Um, I guess the big first thing we can start with is uh, we all moved. Well, most of us moved. Um, Reggie's back in the location. Jack hasn't moved. Ethan's still locked down for now. Um, but Reggie, Reggie's gone. Reggie's in Iowa. Um, so that will be a new full-time dynamic, assuming he still wants to join. I don't know if he will or not. Uh, but Trav and I got a new place. Uh, it's pretty nice. Um a little bit of a downgrade from the old party house, but um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Still in Chicago. Can't really complain. Um, and then uh, who is new is Ethan. So Ethan, I don't know if you provided your little 60 second elevator pitch of why people should maybe listen to your picks or not, but I'll let you take the floor. Happy to be here, fellas. i uh, excited that we've made it to the start of football season. I tell you what, there's not anybody more excited than this guy. I've been in the lab for quite some time here, just uh, hitting the books, researching lines, researching trends, everything. So, uh, you know, we're ready to go. Football season's here and uh, ready to go. All right. Ready to go. We did have a little week one action last week for college, so that was a lot of entertainment. But I feel like we should touch on something before we go forward is the Reggie's Rooftop update. Um, we brought it home last season. So I, I think the last update we ever gave was we were like one and one or one and two or something along those lines. Then we just kind of stopped doing the pod and the season chugged along. And uh, yeah, we made it to the playoffs. 
um, won all of our games and got some really nice uh, quarter zips that say champs on it. So I'm thinking about, I was thinking about sending out a group text saying that we should all wear them uh, to our first game. Tomorrow. I was wearing it earlier today. I think that would be the ultimate like dick baller move or cocky move would be to wear our rec league championship quarter zips to the new rec league season. Yeah. We're literally like the bottom of the totem pole, but somehow they still gave us uh, we still paid an entry fee. So they still had to give us something. Uh, they, the dude that was running, the dude that's running the league uh, called me actually yesterday and was like, just want to confirm you guys are signed up for this one, right? Like the rec league. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right where we belong. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, so we're signed up for the new season. We're going to try to repeat. Uh, we did lose uh, Ethan for the season. Uh, Ethan got relegated to bench, uh, or substitute, I guess I should say, and we got back old Montana. So I don't know if we're going to try to throw uh, Montana at the hot corner or not, but I'd say our defense might have taken a little bit of a hit for sure. And I don't yeah, think we're going to have to uh, jumble some things more. around there. Yeah, those right fielders are no longer as afraid to uh, go out there against us knowing that Ethan's not going to be swinging. Yeah. You ever need a substitute flat hitter? I'll, uh, I'll be ready to go. And, uh, I, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you'll be, you'll be called up. I'm sure you can hop on the old, uh, Adam express, the old car ride from to and from the field. But, um, why don't we just dive into a little college football recap? So we had week one last week. Week one was great for at least myself, betting-wise, entertainment-wise. I think the only bad thing that didn't happen was my alma mater fell, but at the expense of Iowa State winning, so that was okay. But, um, yeah, I thought, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Jack? How Did, did you do any betting? I did some betting. Um, I have a couple complaints. I have a couple good good locks that I did, and uh, but I got to start it with Northwestern. I mean, went to the game. Home opener, Michigan State got embarrassed. I mean, they looked like dog shit. It was like the quarterback, if he hit his first read, he was really fucking good. So if they're playing a terrible defense, bet Northwestern. But if he has to go through any sort of progression, they will lose by maybe 25, between 25 and 50 points. It is without a doubt in my mind, one of the worst Northwestern offenses I have ever seen. I thought their defense was um, just bad. Yeah, their defense is depleted. I think they'll be I think Fitzy will find a way to pick it up, but uh, you know, it's a, it's some new guys on the field and that's gonna take a little bit of time. I mean, they're not used to having to go having to go against like an actual team week one. So I think that kicked us in the ass. But I still love the week one uh, Big Ten versus Big Ten matchup. I will stand by that. That just makes it exciting, rather than playing like Last some week? dog. I was just gonna say, Chapman is just there in general. I'm a big fan of the the Big Ten matchups they had as well. I mean, a lot of created a lot of good matchups week one. Not just in the Big Ten. You obviously had Georgia Clemson as well. Um, there's some other ones too, but we count through Penn State, like. There's just a lot of good games week one, which I feel like usually isn't the case. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, usually it's like a cakewalk. You know who to bet. You're betting the over. You're betting like, will the other team actually score on like Ohio State or or Clemson? But in this setting, it's it's kind of fun. It's kind of entertaining. Like every game matters. Clemson, Georgia, like this might matter. Now Notre Dame can't be like, oh, we're the only team to play 
playoff teams week one, week two, because now everybody did it. And that leads me to my biggest complaint of the entire week one, which is Notre Dame. I fucked up. I forgot never to bet them because they're the worst fucking team against the spread. And I bet them and I lied bet them and I was a fucking moron. It was so stupid. I will not be betting Notre Dame at all this year. Like right now, I'll bet against them. They will lose every spread just like they always do. I think you'll be back on the grind in like two weeks. Two weeks tops. (laughs) Probably. Um, Yeah, that's my college football. Ethan, do you want to take – I'll let you take charge because I don't have much to say Uh, about my little alma mater for appearance anymore. (laughs) No, I mean, I'll start there. I mean, it was – from an outsider's perspective, a rather boring game, I would say. The old Cyclones and Panthers there in Ames, Iowa. Um, 16-10, I believe, was that final. Uh, Iowa State played just a really vanilla game. I mean, you and I always played them tough, I feel like, for whatever reason. Iowa State obviously is supposed to have one of the best seasons in program history this year. Um, so, got a little bit of a scare there. It felt like we were in control the whole time. Um you know, offensively, you and I wasn't doing much. And again, I, I, we've obviously have Iowa this week, which we'll get into more, I'm sure, in a little bit. But, um, you know, they got, they've got, what, 20, 21 starters back, I think. There's not a whole lot of reason for me to have any concern after week one. Don't want to overreact to it. The team's played a lot of football together. Um, they've proven it on the field. So, um, you know, I did not bet on Iowa State to cover a monster spread. That turned out to be a – very easy cover for those that did bet on you and I. Um, but, you know, that I'll just kind of leave that one as it is and uh, looking forward to the big Cyhawks showdown here this week. Um, as far as for me personally on the betting landscape, it was a six and eight weekend for me. So a couple games there below 500, a little bit up and down. It was actually up through the day and then had a rough night session. Uh you know, I've been big pounding the table on New Mexico State being one of the worst teams in the country, if not the worst. Uh, they failed to cover for me against New Mexico State. Um, you know, that was a disappointing one. I lost a what should have been a easy under, um, at least early on the way it was looking with LSU and um, UCLA. That ended up pushing for me. So lost that one. There was a couple other ones, too, that just – didn't quite, didn't quite break my way. That felt like should have been a win. Top of mind being Kentucky, which yeah, I was, that, that was the agreement that I wanted to air. That was just awful. Oh my goodness, Kentucky. The under was what 52, 53? It was fifty four. I think it was fifty four. Was the line? They're playing ULM Monroe. Um, they are up comfortably 28 points maybe or so uh i don't remember the exact score but the under was going to hit kentucky got the ball back they're probably at 28 points or so minute and a half left and instead of kneeing things out they marched down the field and punched one in with like 30 seconds left when they could have ran out the clock i mean talk about just a classless show of sportsmanship <laughs> that, uh, it's just disappointing to see that type of behavior with a bunch of kids, yeah. um, you know, out on the field. So 
Um, that was the one that comes to top of mind. That was my biggest gripe from the weekend. Um, but, you know, it's going to happen. You got to roll with the punches and move on to the next one. Yeah, I mean, big, I would big like overall to say picture. I apologize. I just, I coughed, and I muted the Zoom and not the phone, so sorry about that. Oh, we didn't hear it. it must have worked. Oh, really? Fuck. All right. Well, I'll cut that then. Uh, real, real, real quick, it looks like we might have a new entry to the Zoom. Yeah, we might got a new guy. Nevada Trav, is that you? Yeah, apologies for uh, my tardiness, boys, but good to be on. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very, very happy for your dedication. Um, we, uh, we're just giving our week one recaps. Um, so Ethan kind of touched on the UNI game, um, at least for our fandom or alma mater. So you and I went in and had to go to uh, number seven, number seven, Iowa State. They're about a 30-point dog. And uh, I took the line and took the money line. Um, pretty boring game, exciting for me early on, and it kept it close. But, you know, we, we, we threw a couple picks when we were kind of forcing it and kind of needed to press the issue. And, you know, one of those goes the other way. Maybe we're winning the game. But um, I covered and can't really complain. It was an okay showing for a not-so-hot Panthers team. So, um I won't even touch my bets. I, I just want to give the floor to Nevada Trav and hear his Nevada recap. Well, Wolfpack had a, a big win going into a, a power five team at Cal Berkeley. Um, the environment looked electric. A lot of, a lot of fans made the way over the mountain into the, uh, into the uh, teeth of the Berkeley <laughs> the Berkeley crowd and, um, you know, Carson strong Heisman candidate showed out, showed up and made his mark for the first game on the, uh, on the way to uh, a Heisman season, I think. <laughs> so Nevada had a big win, um, got down early 14 points, but, um, defense actually played really well. Um, and Nevada pulled it out. Um, Beat Cal, I think the finals twenty two seventeen. In terms of me personally, I uh, you know it's always nice to wake up on a Sunday morning and, and see that you you hit a five teamer. Um, so can't complain about that. Bet all, bet all the favorites, and all the favorites won. I think it's uh, that's kind of my tradition on week one of college football se- season um, is to uh, to hit the favorites. Well, good deal. I mean, Nevada wasn't a favorite, though. Nevada Nevada paid out very nicely on the money line. I think it was like plus 150. Um, so I had no complaints there. But, um, yeah, I, I overall week one, I did really well. Um, I didn't really – I mean, I had a couple of big losses – or a couple of bad losses, not big. I mean, the Kentucky over-under kind of sucked. I was kind of like Ethan. I kind of pressed a little hard in the afternoon once I started winning and gave away some of my winnings. But um, – the other thing too was uh, I had some season-long win totals that hit. Um, the first games all hit, so that's a nice start to that. Um, but I mean, it seemed like for the most part everybody had a good week one and on to week two. Um, I don't know. Doing this on a Wednesday kind of sucks recording-wise because I didn't. I haven't really dedicated <laughs> a lot of time to look at the week one game. Uh, on I Saturday. personally focus mainly on NFL so far. Yeah, and there are like a lot of like the FCS are like lesser games. There's not lines that have been posted, so that kind of sucks. I mean, 
I have a couple that I picked. Um, if we just want to like go across the board, if anybody has anything, I, I took Iowa state minus four and a half. I'm guessing Ethan took Iowa state minus four and a half. I'm guessing, I mean, it's going to be a good game, but I just, I, I, I'll let Ethan go into the details for that one, but I, I picked Iowa state minus four and a half. Yes. So, I mean, it's pretty damn good in week one. Game day is going to be there. That's probably the, the game of the week here this week. So um, having a national stage, Iowa State coming in ranked number nine, Iowa number 10, the top 10 battle. Um, honestly, as a Cyclone fan, first off, I, I mean, surviving you and I with how that game went, how the Iowa game went, I could not be any happier with how this sets up going into week two. Um, I touched on it a little bit in the Iowa State recap, but like I, there's really not anything that concerns me from that game. Like I know who Iowa State is, and you know anyone who's watched enough Iowa State football over the past year, especially when they play you and I, um, that type of game is typically how it goes. Uh, Iowa did score two pick sixes uh, that they took back to the house on Indiana. Overwhelmed Indiana. Given that I was watching the Iowa State game, I did not watch any of that game um, in full disclosure. But, um, you know, the look-ahead line, it came down a bit, as you would expect, with um, Iowa looking as impressive as it did uh, and the opposite on the Iowa State side. Iowa State's the more talented team. Like, in that you rarely ever say, I feel like, when they play Iowa. But, um you know, as money keeps coming in here, I think this game was at five and a half at one point. It's down to four and a half, four now at this point. I'm probably going to wait till the end of the week, and I think I probably will have a little bit of buyback there at the end of the week. I think when it's bottomed out and take Iowa State, I'm hoping it gets down to maybe three, three and a half. But it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere. Place is going to be rocking. I'm going to be there myself um, bright and early Saturday. So it's, uh, it's going to be a doozy of a matchup. I feel like this matchup always plays extremely close. So four and a half, big line to cover, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean it's always it's always been a close one. I think the the total is at forty six too, so a pretty low scoring game as it's lined. Um, Campbell still has not beat the Hawkeyes, so still looking to get that monkey off his back. But um, I've got a little bit of a if not now when type of approach to this game and. Uh, you know, they've got playmakers at all levels on the defense and offensive side of the ball, and I'm just not convinced that Iowa's going to be able to move the ball offensively. If you take out their two big defensive touchdowns, and they had one, I think, like 50-yard touchdown run, their offense looked rather unimpressive as well. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I think more of the money's probably going to be on Iowa, but, uh, you know, we'll see where it ends up at the end of the week. Solid. Um, as far as other picks, I took Kentucky minus five, uh, which they opened at minus three against Mizzou. Um, I also took the under 56 in that game. Um, what dropped them? What, what got the line to move? What got I yeah. mean, money just came in on Kentucky and Mizzou stinks and Kentucky looked pretty dominant. Um, Mizzou under, struggled a little bit. Um, Mizzou. Yeah, they played Central Michigan, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was close. I mean, it was closer, I think. So, um, I'm more so just got the under um, because I get I saw the last the last six or seven games against Mizzou. It's been under. 
the unders hit in 12 of Mizzou's last 17 games. Um, they tend to like play pretty close when they play each other. Um, and then I just, I just think Kentucky's bad. I think Kentucky's just going to win. So I just took the point or took the minus five and the under. Um, and then my last pick, um, just kind of just throwing stuff at the wall was army Western Kentucky over 52. Um, Western Kentucky came out pretty hot offensively last week. Um, I bet on them, um, for team total and it hit pretty easily. Um, army also came out pretty hot offensively in their game. They have a slightly, their defense is pretty decent, but it was only 52 points. And I just think both offenses are going to keep throwing. So we're going to go for that. And that's all I got for NCAA. So whoever else wants to name whatever picks they got, because that's all I have. Uh, I'll say look out for the. All right, look out for the. That's all I'll say. (laughs) Um, In the early state slate, uh, I've got my eyes on Ohio State minus fourteen and a half against Oregon at home at uh, noon kickoff uh, in Columbus. I think that. Oregon's overrated, and Ohio State's just got much better athletes um, than Oregon. So I think they're going to boat race them. Um, on the flip side, I've got – or I'm looking at Miami of Ohio plus 20 against Minnesota. Minnesota just lost their tailback for the rest of the year, and he was most of their offense last year. Um, so I think covering 20 points, even though they looked, um, pretty good for three quarters against Ohio state, I still think Miami, Ohio, keep that close. Um, so those are the two early kicks I'm looking at. Uh, I've probably got Notre Dame minus 17 against Toledo. I think they're going to come out firing after that. Uh, <laughs> after that speech by Brian Kelly, <laughs> nobody wants to get executed. Um, and then, um, I think that's it. That's all I've got for now. More interesting. I'm probably going to be going with you head to head there on that Notre Dame game. That's right. I think I'm going to take Toledo plus 17 with the points there. So home opener for, we'll look for that one. I mean, Toledo's always, I mean, historically been one of the better teams in the MAC. They got, again, a lot of their guys back from last year. So, wasn't overly impressed with Notre Dame. They didn't run the ball real well, I feel like, against Florida State. So, we'll see. Coach seems to be the number in it, though. He was. He was. Everybody couldn't do that at Wisconsin. Uh, but, anyways, I've got a handful of picks that I've already made for the week. Um, I'll start with some of the bigger games first. Uh, Texas playing Arkansas this week. Is Texas back this year? I'm not going that far yet, but I'm taking Texas minus six and a half at this point. Uh, Fucking hook them. That's right. I, uh, I mean, I bet this line's going to go up as we go through the week, so that's why I wanted to jump on this one early. It just Texas looked pretty good last week playing against Louisiana, who was a ranked team, uh, but had a decent showing. And I think Arkansas just sucks. They, 
they're not going to have a good year. That was one of my season win total bets that I had in under under six on Arkansas. So I will say I am in the camp that college football will be better once Arkansas is better. Get Arkansas to be good again, and I think I'll love the SEC way more. Like, when's the last time Arkansas has been good? Way too long ago. Like, long, long, long. They had Darren McFadden run the That's who I was going to say. <laughs> Darren McFadden. <laughs> yep. First thing that came to mind. Uh, hmm. That wasn't the first thing that comes to mind about making college football back. <laughs> Make the Razorbacks good again. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, so that's one of my plays for this week. Another big one. I've already put this one in. Washington plus seven at the big house at Michigan. Talk about overreactions from week one, Trav. This one has all the makings of it. Washington losing to Montana outright. Uh, not a good showing from them week one. Uh, meanwhile, Michigan did look pretty impressive against Western Michigan. Uh, however, they did lose. Tony, they got Ronnie Bell. Go ahead, Michigan's quarterback. Michigan's quarterback from Reno. He can throw the ball around the yard. I'm telling you. So it's a homer pick, huh? Is that what, is that what it is? <laughs> Yeah, it might be. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see if he can throw it around the yard without his uh, number one wide receiver. Um, I just think getting a full touchdown in this one, um, you know, I think there's a lot of value. Again, the look-ahead line on this one was almost a pick em. Uh I think it was just by Michigan by one, one and a half. So this is one of the bigger moves week over week. And I, I'm, I'm not on board with it. I'm not on board with it. I'll, give me the Huskies and the points. Um, one other one, I'll give a couple more here quick. Utah minus seven against BYU. Um, I'm pretty high on Utah this year overall. Um, BYU is one of my losing bets from last week. I had them to cover against Arizona and they did not. Um, might not be just that good. And maybe they're just looking ahead to that invitation to the, to the big 12 coming up here later in the week, but, but who knows? Uh, give me Utah on the points. Rapid fire on a couple other ones here. Give me the UNC Georgia State over 66. UNC is going to bounce back and hang probably 50 themselves. Uh, Rutgers minus two versus Syracuse. Uh, Syracuse is awful. Uh, Coastal Carolina minus 25 against Kansas. Uh, Kansas squeaked by South Dakota last week. Got their one win for the year. Uh, going to be heavy underdogs in every game the rest of the year now. Coastal Carolina, they're looking to put up style points. Um, they're a top 25 team, looking to be one of those top group of five teams. So they boat raced them last year in Lawrence. I expect the same to happen this year in the Carolinas. And then we got a service academy game this week as well. I don't have the exact numbers on hand, but the under in any game the two service academies have matched up against in the last like 15 years is hitting, I think, at like a 70% clip or something like that. Give me under 40 and a half Air Force Navy. Those are my bets that I have in right now. A uh, few other ones I will be keeping an eye on. University of Miami bouncing back minus 90s App State. Looking at that one potentially. Talked about the Cyclones a little bit. Maybe looking at them as well as Toledo. Uh, and then Illinois plus 10 as well at Virginia has, is another one I have my eye on. 
that's what I got cooking in the college landscape here this week. The scary part is that's only 40% of his college bucks. <laughs> we'll see how many I end up with. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll add with a couple more plays, but, uh, you know, as far as the official plays for the, uh, for the show, um, you know, we'll, we'll stick with those. All right. Um, Jack, you said you're mainly on NFL this week, right? Yeah, I'm on NFL. I would say for college football, keep me keep keep out lookout on the Twitter. I, I think uh, it's yeah, going this week. Yeah, I, I got the I got the Twitter, so I can tweet out everybody's official plays. Yeah, on. I can tweet out any any anything that anybody wants me to just send out to the sphere. I can just just a button away. So send it yeah. over. Um, I'll definitely I I have one that I'll take every week without a doubt, and it's just fading Kansas. Like I will fade Kansas every week without a doubt. That's that's my one like that's a deadlock. Yeah, that's that's same for me. I'm hoping that Mississippi Valley State plays somebody that's like not the school of the blind this week, so I can get a line on them. It's free money every time they bet, or every time they play. But um, you know what game I was watching last week that I want? I think I might try and find another one this week. Was a historically black college game. It was it was awesome. It was like watching high school football. It was like Friday Night Lights. If you're sitting inside pre-gaming and there's no game on yet, they probably have a historically black college game on. Watch it. Bet on it. It's awesome. I could not tell you the teams. They were the Tigers versus the Tigers. That was <laughs> all I knew. Quick note, though, too, on that Kansas-Coastal Carolina game. That is a Friday night opening kick, so you need a little Friday night action. Get that one in early. I think I might be biting on that. You got me sold. Six thirty ESPN two. Tune in. We'll have a podcast on- party at Kelly's. Trav, you're on mute. <laughs> I can hear Travis talking from the other room, and I just see the little mute button. That's all right. right. We put enough on, on me. Uh, Travis is fighting that button over there. Um, what do we got next year? We got a little NFL action. Yeah, I was going to say got NFL twice sold. Sorry, Trev. Let's. Well, I say we start with futures. I say if anybody's got any futures, let's get those out. Yes, futures. Crab thief, Jameis Winston, MVP at sixty to one. Regular season <laughs> passing yard leader at forty-four to one. This was an extreme value play. Um, regular season passing leader is already down to like twenty to one. Um, MVP has not moved at all. Not expecting to. But sixty to one for a starting quarterback who slings it is fine by me. Those are my two future bets. Just going heavy on that LASIK, huh? Yep. On those contact lenses. I've been saying it for years. If he can just see, think what could happen. <laughs> and now he. Can. I'll miss. I will miss Ray Charles, Jameis Winston, just slinging it around. Touchdowns equal to interceptions, both highest in the league. I'll miss that. Yeah, I, I think he's just gonna be—he's just gonna be good too. Like his arm is still I mean, good. Week six, has, Michael Thomas comes back. Yeah, Michael Maybe Thomas. Him and back. Michael Thomas together. He's got Kamara. Like he's got Kamara. He has Marquez. Got Holloway. Yeah. Yeah, Sean Payton. He's a good coach. It was worth the gamble for me. It wasn't like I'm betting the rent on it. Like 
at those at those odds, I'll do it. I knew they were going to drop after I bet it, so I might as well. Um, that's all I have for futures, though. I don't know if anybody went deep into the future market. I only had one that I bet like three months ago, um, and that was bet three days before Julio Jones got traded to Tennessee, and I had bet the Atlanta season win total over. So that was great timing on that. Um, still got decent value though on it. I think I got him at over seven and a half at even money, which I think is a little bit better than you can get right now. But um, that's the only one I got. I had about like fifteen or so on the college slate, but uh, nothing else for me on the NFL future side. Jack Bear Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always put five bucks on it every year. I donate to the Bears charity and put five bucks on them to win the Super Bowl. I, I don't think year, they get that money. No, they don't. Vegas does. <laughs> it goes to the Caesar Palace pool. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, if you're looking for a real a real fun one, you can you can already bet on the who will be the first pick in the twenty twenty two draft. So <clears throat> if you're like mixing or player future, player. Like who's gonna be the number one pick in the twenty one two 2022 draft. Should we get that podcast Carson Strong bet? You got Spencer Radler at basically 25 to 1. I got to get this kid. This kid's just chirping <laughs> in his room. But yeah, I don't uh, know what's going on. in stone yet. I'm probably going to do a couple total win overs. Um, I think I might do Broncos team total overs. That might be the big one I want to take. Um, I might get behind Zach Wilson and go with the Jets too. But I think the Jets we'll are going to put up some points. Yeah, I'm I'm actually yeah, excited yeah. to see the Jets perform this year. They got they got some good talent behind them this time. And curse or no curse, you know what? They don't have to make the playoffs. They just have to win a couple games. I think Adam's on mute now. Adam's on mute now. You, sorry, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm good now. Did you guys start talking about week one? No, we were just no, talking we future. Just on Jack oh, oh, I was going to say, I tried try to go BIT support. We, were, we got nowhere. Um, that was leading into my week one. I have, I have this for the over for the Jets-Panthers game. I have over 40, 45 and a half. So I think that's going to be I, I think that's going to go. I'm up. actually thinking the Jets. I might take the Jets on the on, – uh, on the points, I have I got them circled right in front of me, and it's five and a half. I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, I just like I just want the safer route, took the over. I think it's going to be really high on both sides. I could see them, yeah. I could see them covering, but or it, I could see them winning, but I just want the safer route. Um, I just wanted to go in with that just because I heard the Jets and the points, but we should start with our um, game tomorrow night. We should start with the first game. Um, All right. I got a good start. If you have DraftKings plus 73 yes. bucks, I put, so, put up to $50 on it. So I have breaking news. You got last DraftKings. night, last night at approximately 9:30 PM, I received an email from DraftKings saying, Thank you for submitting your information. We have validated your account. And I submitted nothing. But I logged <laughs> in today and I, 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 I'm in. I, I, 
I logged in. You didn't I have to go to a book I, or anything? No, I logged in. I deposited. I got the free set plus 73 bet. They let me bet $50 and 22 cents. That was the max. 22 cents on that? Yeah, they let me do 50.22. I don't know how that happened, but. Mine was, mine was like that too. It was like 50 and 13 cents or something. It was so weird. I, I don't know. I didn't. I, I, I just didn't say I will say I just clicked back. I had fifty dollars left in my account. I saw it. I put it all on that, deposited my hundred that I was planning to do anyway. I just I came out with free money. That's all I'm saying. I'm um, going into the season on, with two hundred dollars. Meanwhile, on the flip side, um if you were still banned from DraftKings, uh points bet is doing a little peasant free bet where if you uh, think that Brady will have more than one passing yard, uh, you can bet $10 on it and get even money back. So free $10 bet on points bet. That's not as cool. Doesn't, doesn't get my giblets going. Yeah, I know. The $50 is nice. Um, I was hoping that FanDuel was going to do like the move to spread thing, but I'm guessing at some point they'll do that. They did. They were doing some free. They were doing like a free bet, but there was a bunch of stipulations on it. It wasn't really enticing. Like you could get like a, up to twenty five dollars back of a free bet for your first NFL pick for the season. So, um, anyway, Thursday night football. Football's back. Bucks, Football's fucking back. Cowboys. Um, my. That's gonna get hurt first game. I'm calling it. No, don't say he's that. Got, he's got his Tommy Johns. He's got his ankle, his robotic ankle. I think uh, he's going to take a big hit from that good defense on the Bucks, and you know we might we might see Ben DiNucci. I hope we don't see Ben DiNucci for the sake of football. Either way, um, I am a big fan of this bet. I have I have a handful that I've done. My absolute favorite one um, is I'm very heavy on Antonio Brown. And so I have, I have Antonio Brown as the first touchdown score. Um, I got at 12 to one odds. Um, very, very, I, they're, the Cowboys corners are not good. Um, and your best ones are obviously going to be on Evans and on Godwin. Um, so it's probably going to be, uh, I believe his name was uh, Anthony Brown is they're like, a, like their sixth round draft pick who's starting at corner who's going to be lined up with AB. Um, and the Ray saying in camp that he looks the best that he's looked in years. They say that he's had a little surgery. He's healthy. Um, so I went with AB. I also took him over four and a half receptions, which That's I kind of liked a lot. Um, I got that at like minus 140. I think it's moved up a bunch. And then I also, just for the sake of it, I took Gronk at 14 to one to have the first touchdown as well. Um, I don't know how it, it Gronk could easily be relegated back to more of a blocking role now that OJ Howard's out or back there. Um, but it was the same thing where they said that Gronk had an off season of last year, um, had an off season where he was retired, uh, was partying, uh, didn't really, you know, wasn't putting an off season work and came back and still put up pretty good numbers and had decent chemistry with Brady. Now that he's had a full off season of, I mean, okay, he was probably still partying because they won the whole thing, but uh, people are saying that his legs look fresher and he's fine. So I went with those um, as more as my best. I do, I do think that I do think that the Bucks are going to win the game and cover. But 
I, I always have yeah. more player props. Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl hangover is real. No, Tom Brady doesn't get hungover. Uh, <laughs> defending champ. I saw a stat that said defending champs are like twelve and one. Um, <laughs> Thirteen years against the spread, week one. <laughs> Very profitable that is on the Super Bowl champs and against the Super Bowl loser in week one historically. Really, Super Bowl loser too. Yeah, um, crying from I'm definitely. I'm. I've got Bucks minus eight. I think that's going to be good. I don't know about the over yet. I haven't. It's what fifty. I uh, couldn't even tell you. Yeah. So, I might tell you on the AB over four and a half. Tell me. Tell me on the AB touchdown. I'm telling you, it's going to hit. Cowboys not going to one ball. He just has to score the first touchdown of the game. Oh. I, that's one of my favorite bets to do. It's, it's, it's usually a hot payout. It's just like the first basketball score. It's you know, also the one of the score. most exciting things. Like, you, if it hits, you are riled up for the entire game. Oh, you're set. You're, you should, you, if you hit that, you should win money for your entire game. Yeah. So, um, Ethan, what do, you, what do you got for the first game? Uh, so opening night tomorrow night, I don't really have anything that I love on the side or total, um, that I've put in at this point. Um, honestly, have not dug into player props for anything yet, um, for the coming weekend. I do have the bucks though, in a couple different teaser legs for the weekend. Um, they're at a pretty valuable number there where you can get down below the seven and the three on the six point teaser. So I've got them plugged in, uh, in a couple different teasers. I think it's, very likely as it would be um, set up to be with a, you know, seven, eight point spread. Um, I think it's a high, very high likelihood they win. Um, I think there's a couple other things that I have them paired with on Sunday that hopefully turn into some winners. All right. Well, should we stream? Should we just go right into Sunday then? Do it. We can do some Sunday. We can do some Sunday. We can do some Sunday picks, and then we can each give our prediction for the Bears game, and then get on out of here. Do it. All right. Uh, Take the wheel. I'll keep going then with those uh, those teaser legs I was talking about. So, Bucks tomorrow night definitely want them. Uh, I've got them paired with 49ers, uh, teasing them both both those games down six points. So I got the rent or the Niners minus one. And the Bucks minus, I had put this in yesterday, so I got the Bucks at minus one and a half. Um, so that's my first teaser. Um, and the other one I have them paired with is Rams teased down as well, as much as it pains me to do it. Uh, the Andy Dalton show is coming to Hollywood, and that makes me like the Rams a lot to win the game. So give me, basically I have these in a round robin between these three teams. I have the Rams, Niners, and Bucks all in two team teasers, um, teasing those down to around one, one and a half points um, on each side. So those are my first plays that I have in three other plays that I have in right now that I'm big on here for week one. First one being Denver minus two, uh, Teddy two gloves. He's a covering machine. Uh, this line has creeped up a bit as we keep going through the week. Um, it'll probably be a bit of a sweat to be honest, because 
going to be the way Denver plays football games all year. I feel like you got Fangio um, coaching them up, a lot of defense, a lot of conservative football, not going to blow many teams out. Although the giants have been an absolute mess and they've got a lot of problems on offense, particularly on the line that I really like Denver, even going in on the road um, to win that game by a fuel goal or more. Uh, two other ones, big on the Vikings this week at minus three. Um, I think Cincinnati's going to struggle out of the gate, particularly early. Uh, not been a lot of positive news out of their camp to start the season. Um, they didn't do much to address their offensive line that got Joe Burrow's leg snapped. Um, and now he's just coming back from that. So uh, the guy that they invested in to bring in instead of an offensive lineman at the top of the draft apparently forgot how to catch a football as well. So there's just not a lot of good positive energy coming from them. I think the Vikings will roll. Um, and then the last one, giving the Jaguars minus three. Um, Houston's going to be awful all year until I'm proven otherwise. I'm going to keep that in victim. Um, those are the bets that I have in right now. Um, you know, I've got a few others that I'm looking at potentially. Um, I, I think I like Seattle this week. Um, I do like that Carolina Jets over a little bit as well. Uh, Green Bay with the points is also intriguing as well as Miami catching points um, facing Matt Jones. So those are a few other ones that my eyes on, but um, for what I got in right now, those first five. I'll just I, say, I'll go. You go. On your last pick. Uh, I just wanted to comment the Jaguars and Texans, the fact that they're playing week one, it's a shame we couldn't get a color rush game Thursday night, opening night, Jaguars, <laughs> Texans. That would have been an awesome color rush. <laughs> oh, yes. I feel like that's typically always a Thursday night in like week six in the middle of the season, just color rush. Yeah. Them, or usually it's like Jacksonville and Tennessee, I feel like. Or yeah, like, Jacksonville, Tennessee too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they those are always some good matchups there. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say that I was also looking at Miami uh, versus New England. I know Tua could be a little sketch, but I don't know. I feel like there's something something in the air in Miami right now, and I'm going to hop on the train now. There is a an angle with that, too. I mean, like, divisional – road or just divisional underdogs in general um, early in the season has typically been a very profitable angle um, just as a trend, not necessarily best strictly off that. I'm actually going against that. Right. My Jacksonville pick. Um, as one reason to potentially like Miami as well, it's going to be a close game. I think so I'm with you on that. It's definitely going to be close, but I don't know. I don't, I, it's, basically a sophomore versus a freshman who's like Mac Jones might have a couple mental mistakes in the beginning. Even if he cleans it up in the end, I know it'll be a little cleaner game by Tua. And then I just like a couple more of the assets on Miami over New England that, and I think that's just going to play into it. Yeah. That was that was okay. my two cents on the Miami game. All right. Um, <clears throat> keep going on with picks. Um, Trev, go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, so I, I really like Carolina against the Jets. 
uh, week one. Uh, I think Carolina is actually going to be a pretty underrated team, and I think they'll be pretty good. Do you think um, Sam Darnold's really going to be able, really going to be uplifted from his Jets years? Well, I think that they're going to be very they're they're going to keep games close because they're going to have a, I think they're going to have a good defense and they're going to see a lot of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, now that he's back, I think that was one thing that kind of kind of screwed him last year was McCaffrey getting hurt so early on or like early-ish yeah. on. So I think people kind of are down and out on them from that. And now that he's back, I think kind of hype train's coming, but not fully there yet. Quarterbacks uh, tend to see some uh, positive results when they get out of the shadow of Adam Gates as well. So, uh, you know, <laughs> really get worse than what Darnold's had the past few years. It's true. Um, I like the Washington football team in a pick em against the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Fitz Magic is going to fucking take it to him. With Terry McLaurin. Oh, it'll be a one-two. <laughs> and I do, uh, I do like Green Bay um, in week one over New Orleans, which New Orleans is playing a home away from home game. Uh, and then in the Bears-Rams, I like the first half under. I think it's like 21 and a half or something. Or maybe it's 21. Uh, okay. Um, I have the – I already said I have the Jets Panthers over, so I have that as a single, and then I have that parlayed with the Vikings minus three, the Jaguars minus two and a half, and the Patriots minus three. Um, and then player props. I'm a big player prop guy. Uh, I only have two that I started with right now. Um, I did Kyle Pitts over 39 and a half receiving yards. Um, I get – with a rookie, it's a little dicey, I guess. You kind of don't know, but I just think he's going to come out and they're going to utilize him a lot in the playbook. Um, and then I also have Aaron Rodgers under 39.5 pass attempts. Um, I don't think that he's going to have to throw the ball 40 times. I think they're going to pretty much be in control in that game. Um, and so I believe he's gone under. I, there were some crazy stats that he's gone under under 39 and a half pass attempts. Like, I don't know how many of his last games, but it was a lot. Um, especially with just having their run attack. Um, you know, Aaron Jones is obviously still there. AJ Dillon's there. Um, just kind of playing the angle that they should win that game. So if you're winning, you're running. I like that. So. I also, I mean, I don't, I'm off of the opinion. I think New Orleans is going to try and play a little clock control as much as they can as well and feed Kamara a lot keep the ball away from Rodgers. So um, I like that one. Yeah. I was at minus 115 too, for both of those. Um, I'm sure I'll add more, you know, before the, before the games kick off on Sunday, I'll probably tweet those out. But um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Or it's really so that's what it sounded like everybody's kind of done with that. So I think we should, I think we, not that we should, I think we have to give a, uh, each person to a bears prediction. Kind of wrap things up. So I don't know who wants to go first with the uh, – I don't know if you want to do game, how you think the game's going to flow. I don't, know, I don't know if you want to just do final score, but we have to have it out there. Give me a score. The, give you a score. Oh, boy. Um, if this was the 
if this was the Rams, Jared Goff, I'd feel a little bit better. But Stafford is definitely an improvement over that. Um, and he's played the Bears for years, so he knows it. Andy, Andy Dalton just. I, I couldn't be less excited for a quarterback than to have Andy Dalton going oh, out there. Oh, you're crazy. Good guy, Andy Dalton. I'm all for it. So, I, I think the Bears are going to lose by 10 points. It's going to be a 27-17 to 17 game. Do you think they'll score 17 points with Andy Dalton? I was just going to say. Yeah, I think they will. Here's my question. Is there any shot we see the Bears break the huddle the second half with Justin Fields? Things go so poorly in the first half. I think I mean, have to go in a gimmick. I think he'll be you I think I think we'll see him on the field Sunday. But I don't think I don't, that it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy. He's not going to start the second half. Not tease me, because I know he's not going to start the second game either, because Matt Nagy is Mr. Promise. But So I'd rather them not tease me, just leave him on the sidelines. Just don't even put him out there to get even with a 1% chance of him getting hurt. Okay. Just that. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw it out there. I, I, you're, I mean – Probably not yeah. the smartest thing to do. You probably want to give him a full week uh, of preparation as a starter <laughs> if he's going to make his first, to get his first regular season playing time. But just thought I'd throw it out there and see what, see what you guys think. So what's your score prediction? Oh, I think it'll be like 31-10 Rams. You think we're scoring 10 points? Yeah. You thought we were scoring 17. I know. I'm, it was, that extra touchdown was just so outlandish for Travis. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, Jack. Uh, Bears, 257 Rams, Zilch. <laughs> oh, Bears. Oh, Bears. You know, I'm going to have a couple pork. Pork chops, couple sausages before the game. I, I, you know, those bears, they, uh, they come out hungry after a long winter. And it's true. They've been hibernating. Yeah. Ethan? They're ready to feed. Give me Los Angeles 30, Chicago 17. It's not going to be a pretty one. All right, Reggie, I'm so glad you were able to join us. Uh, what's yeah, your Bears prediction? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. What's your What's your Bears prediction? Well, they're gonna lose. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're not the first to say that. Give us a number. <laughs> um, I bet they score fifteen points. All right, oddly specific number. Odd football number. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I was talking picking. Well, welcome. I'm glad that you're able to join us right as we're about to sign off. Why do you look, you know, you look like Pete Rose right now. I don't know why, but you just got the ball cap with the button up. Yeah, it's I really don't like know. Important work I'm gonna, all those drinks, you know. I'm going to tweet a picture of Pete Rose, and you guys are going to laugh. Hey, actually. Reggie, just because you joined, um, can we get a Minnesota Vikings score? Um. They're all they're playing the Bengals, right? Um, they're gonna score 
I'll go 27 to 10. Okay. Okay. I like that. With the cover, who's winning? <laughs> the, the Vikings, of course. Cool. Oh. Oh, I just want some clarification. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, Reggie, we've been on here for like an hour. I, I really <laughs> wish. I can't believe how I, long it's been. I really wish you would have joined in a little earlier so we could get some 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 Iowa updates or some rants or something. But I don't know how many people are going to listen to an hour. Yeah, I don't. There'll be many, can, and I'm not can, on it, so they're definitely not with me. Can we get an actual uh, commitment for you for next week? Do yeah, you, I mean, can you ship the mics? Can you ship the mics as well? Yeah, or can you or can you UPS me a mic? <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. I'm staring at one right now, actually. Oh, I'm sure you are. How nice. Very useful right now. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I I don't know. It was a last-minute thing where stuff got changed. So. Okay. Well, uh, I, I mean, I think it's a wrap. We're at, we're at literally like 57 minutes. So, all right. Reggie, I hope you come in next week. We can get a little life update. We can get some uh, some ranting, some... I don't know, just some some Reggie. We just need some Reggie. All right. Well, I figured you'd miss me, but I'll I'll try and join next week. Busy schedule. All right. Sounds good. Uh, All right. We'll be back next week. Go Bears. Win some money. Go Bears.